Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Hello, everybody. Uh, it's Tuesday once again. The whole week flew by. I'm not sure where it goes. But once again, we are here on the Making More Money For You show. I'm your host, Magnus Carter. I want to take a moment to thank my special guest last week, which was Adam Carroll from The Shred Method. Uh, I've actually started doing The Shred Method to actually start eliminating my debt. <clears throat> it was a wonderful uh, answer, question and answer session with him. Great dialogue, uh, especially how he came up with the method and how it actually is helping people eliminate that such as their mortgages car payments uh credit cards every anything under the sun that you could possibly have in debt is actually it, he actually shows you ways to uh to get rid of it at, at an astronomical pace he paid off his 30 year, or 15 to 30 year mortgage in about three three to five years so it's no joke i am starting to go through it myself uh check it out on last week's show at, and also, if you're interested in it, there's affiliate links at the bottom. Uh, one of the links that you want to check, definitely check out, is saving $200 off this program. You know, uh, I am very adamant, adamant about uh, my guests. And when they offer something to you guys, the listeners out there, um, you know, I, I want to test it first, make sure it's working for you. But it is honestly delivering what it says it's, it delivers. So, which brings me to today's show. I've been wanting to do this show for a while now, but I, I couldn't turn down the guests that I had on the show. And with the content that we've created, uh, I just couldn't say no. And I've been putting this off and putting this show off for a while. And it's all, this show is all about making money. Well, the whole show is about making money, uh, especially overlooked ways of making money is it's that time of year to start spring cleaning. I know spring was last month. Uh, Depending where you are in the country, I'm um, in the Northeast, of course. Uh, it's been really weird type of weather. Two weeks ago, it was like 90 some degrees, uh, close to 100. This week, it's back into the 60s. Some places were still actually getting uh, snow and rain and all that other fun stuff. But as the season and year is going on, it's actually time to start cleaning out, in the words of Eminem, cleaning out your closets. Uh, yes, I'm not very nostalgic today and also possibly going to put a whole bunch of puns out there as a warning and also some pop culture references as we start cleaning things out just to change things up a little bit so one thing that we all do is in our houses whether it's a one-bedroom apartment all the way up to a 16-bedroom house or mansion is we collect stuff i mean stuff we haven't touched in maybe five years a year uh, 10 years and it's all it's doing is sitting there taking up space and collecting dust and how many times do you really want to keep dusting this thing that you still have that you're never going to get back to like a bowling ball uh, even bowling pins uh, even some hobbies that you've grew out of or you don't find uh, pleasure in doing anymore uh, apparently out there somebody else is looking for something like this I have a whole bunch of different types of uh, hobbies that I've gone through over the years. Uh, one is actually car audio. 
uh, like speakers, subwoofers, amplifiers, wiring, all that fun stuff. Those things are most are very sought after because when I when I was doing this, uh, it was about maybe 10, 15 years ago. And by today's standards, you know, that's uh, that's relic stuff. It's like old ancient things. And it's not this new new age stuff where it's all MP3 players, videos and all this other and whatnot. But people are paying top dollar for that equipment. Um, the reason is because one, it is reliable. Two, it is very clean. Three, they don't make it anymore. And four, the new stuff out there is mostly garbage. Honestly, compared to standards of yesteryear, one of the things, I'm not going to lie, uh, quality has gone down because people don't want to spend the money on quality. And that's one of the things where when we start cleaning out our house, whether we start the typical, the best way to clean out your house is start in one room go around and we've all been through this. We've all done it. We hate doing it. And we also find reasons to put it off before we know it. It's winter time. And you, you know, it, it's just going to stay for another year. It's like, Oh, I'll get to it next year. Actually this year, let it be the year because people are still a lot of stores are still having some supply issues. Uh, some manufacturers are still playing the whole COVID thing. Can't pe get people to work for them. And not producing as much so they can keep prices high. And plus, on the top of that is inflation. Uh, so why not start getting more money back in your pocket instead of spending it at a store and giving Uncle Sam his 6 to 10% if you have a tax in your state for sales tax? So that's that's also one thing is when you start going to, when you get these things and you start looking at them, uh, especially over the years, it's very nostalgic. It's very... Uh, time consuming of course on top of that but just think that someone else could actually start using this if you're not using it and it'll actually help someone else out in the long run plus uh, on your end of things you're actually making money on it by selling it creating more space so you can go buy something uh, something that you can truly use at the moment and you have actual use for that's coming up uh, some major things uh especially car parts uh if anybody out there has car parts par uh tools old appliances a lot of old a lot of people are looking for the older appliances out there because well one they're a little bit bigger so you can fit more more food into them and two is you know they, they're still working the average on average the appliance lasts from one to three years and it's meant to be thrown away that's because of the quality of, once again, the quality and the engineering that's actually out there from manufacturers. Uh, even, you know, uh, toasters, blenders, all this other stuff that people are selling is they've used it. They've, you know, they unless they don't really like you, they won't put it out for sale and say it's not broken. <laughs> but even if it's a broken, you can actually still use those things as parts and pieces if you have something. If you have the exact same model instead of trying to go find through the manufacturer or on the internet ebay amazon to try to find these replacement parts is sometimes it's actually better just go out by see if there's yard sales or anything that or on the classifieds or facebook marketplace or ebay that actually has the same exact model as you and you can actually have spares and spares and other parts of it or you actually just get the parts you need so that that brings me to yard sailing. 
you know, you got all this stuff, you went through your house, you have all this stuff sitting in a pile and you don't know what to do with it. Uh, one of the things you can do is go to a flea market, contact your local flea market when it is, how much it is to rent a table for the day. Yes, it's a, t- it's a day out of your week. It's a couple hours out of your, you know, out of time and whatnot that you can't really do something that you really, really want to do. But this stuff has to get taken care of. If not, it's just going to create more havoc and just sit in your house and take up space. And everybody wants space or, and nobody really wants to go buy a new house because the housing market is, you know, it's booming again and everything is so inflated. It's hard to get loans. It's uh, hard to actually find a place (laughs) anymore because as soon as it's on the market, boom, it's gone. Still happening. I, I was looking at houses myself. Same thing. Even apartment buildings, uh, bigger apartments and whatnot, garages. Once something is listed, within the next 48 hours, it's sold. So let's, you know, your square footage in your house is very sacred. Uh, so let's create as much as we can of it by getting rid of the stuff that you don't use. A couple key things to remember when you're doing a yard sale is make the prices compatible, comparable. Uh, to what you think it is, not your emotional attachment to whatever you're selling, but actually do a little research. Uh, see, okay, well, uh, online this was twenty, or if you remember what you bought it for, maybe thirty dollars for it. Well, let's see, 20, 20, 20 bucks for a toaster. That sounds about right. Twenty bucks for a toaster. That's four, you know, four four slice of bread toaster or whatever. Sell it for ten bucks. Sell it for five bucks. Get rid of it. Uh, you know, it's not gonna. It's not going to sell again for 20 bucks because someone can go out and buy a new one for 10 bucks. So if it's like five, five, anywhere in between five to 10 bucks, people are going to buy it. People are always looking for bargains because one, it gives them bragging rights because they found this thing that they've been looking for for like ever. It's like, oh my goodness, I found this out of the yard sale. And it's like one of the best things I've ever bought. And I've been looking for it for so long. You know, it gives them satisfaction of actually finding it. And they brag about it to all their friends. Uh, and <laughs> whether their friends or not were supposed to go to the same yard sale because they were looking for the same thing. it It's a good conversation start. So it actually brings things in, into perspective when you're looking at, at, uh, at, at a yard sale itself, because, you know, you know I, I love, I used to love going to yard sales, especially quite a few years ago as growing up because, uh, I used to find things that I wouldn't find anywhere else. It's like, oh, okay, well, this is cool. You know, back when they actually still had CDs and tapes and all this other stuff instead of streaming music, where actually music actually sounded pretty decent and not digitalized by a robot. It actually was nice to find, you know, records for like five bucks or you found your favorite band for five dollars that you haven't listened to in like forever and you buy it, you listen to it, then it becomes on your shelf and not that other person's shelf. So, uh, one thing that I have found with yard sailing is to make it disarray. Ne- don't have it too organized because people like to rummage through things. It's like, oh, what what can I find here? Uh, I'm the same way when I go diving, uh, especially underneath when you're doing something for the first time. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to find. Is it going to be a treasure? Is it going to be a fish? Is it going to be some some sort of algae or, or whatnot? Or is it just a piece of trash that you have to just pick up and, and uh, throw away? You never really know. That's that's one of the key things about it, especially the the town yard sales that go on. You know, especially if you're on a a main street, 
and you advertise and you know you have so much traffic you you have a very good chance of selling your products or well they they would actually be your products but your your personal items uh just to make sure that they go and they go to where where they need to go um another thing with yard sales really nothing is off limits when you sell at a yard sale when you're selling your own your own items it can range from anything from clothing well used things you got to be particular uh, particular about uh, because depending on the shape it, it might be worth selling and sometimes it's not if it might be just worth throwing away one major thing that to look at for at yard sales or selling at yard sales are books people love books you know, not just saying because I'm an author or I work for a great publishing company. Uh, it's more or less uh, books. Uh, books really don't lose their value. They go, they they have a value uh, because, and then they go up from there depending on the what we deem as rare, how many editions there were. Uh, just look at uh, the Harry Potter series. A whole bunch of Harry first edition of Harry Potter series are very hard to come by, and because they only made so many of them, uh, so many people bought them, and it's more or less that's the treasure that people want. And if you can find the whole set in that series, that that just makes it even rarer of, of a find. And you can say, "Oh, you have it," which brings back the bragging rights. And it also gives you the opportunity to actually sit through and read it again, uh, just to feel and just read it from a different perspective, especially one of a collector. A lot of collectors go to the to to yard sales as well. Uh, this is the last thing I'm going to say on yard sales until I get into the next topic. Is one major thing when when you're cleaning out your house, people will actually see what's in your house, or if you're in your garage, you'll see what's in the garage and people might actually ask make an offer on things so if it's a it's a if it's a a reasonable offer consider it because if you're not going to use it or if it's you're looking to buy a new one anyway be proactive and, and sell it so it also one thing when you're doing yard sales and cleaning out your house is actually you're bringing up the value of your house because there's less uh, especially on the outside, if you start selling things and making it cleaner and and making a better image out of it, uh, from what people see is it actually raises your house value, which is making more money in the back end of things. So if you can't, if you need to go and get a line of credit against your home, uh, when the appraisers come out, it's like, oh, this is clean and this is there and blah blah blah, and you know, uh, you can actually get a higher uh, credit line. So that's just one thing. Uh, two things to do is one to clean out the house two is to have the yard sale about it three is um if you don't yard sell there is always ebay and marketplace two of those phenomenal things out there that people are constantly searching things for and make sure when you do do these things make sure you put the right keywords in because people will search for something that they think it is um and what you think it is it might be a different different thing if you will so it's actually good to make sure you put the right keywords in a description in and uh, verify your description uh, as, before you post it. Because once you post and you start getting questions and people don't react the way that they are expecting the device or whatever you're selling to be, you know, it goes bad on you as a bad seller. And then they report you and people don't want to buy from you. So 
here's some other things that we can do during the springtime to actually start making money. Uh, one thing to do is since the weather is nice out, uh, even, you know, some people still can't get out of their house. One thing you can do is actually deliver groceries. You know, I way back when it was very rare to have someone deliver groceries to somebody. It seems to be like the, all, all the rage now, uh, especially with, you know, your Walmarts, your Amazons, uh, wherever you can buy online. But sometimes the small mom and pop stores, you know, your local grocer, they need someone to deliver. You know, they have customers there that say that they call in and when they do call in, they, they don't, they want to put a grocery order in, you know, a shopping list in, um, for someone to actually just pick everything out and have it delivered to your house because they can't get out whether it's their vehicles broken or they actually can't leave the house if they're elderly or um, physically unable to, or, or for whatever other reason, you know, those, uh, those people that uh, depend on it, especially not in the metropolitan areas, it's a good way to make money and also make meet people. You know, if you're looking to extend your network, as I, as I was Listening to Tommy Breedlove on one of his live broadcasts, our net worth is worth. Our network is related to our net worth. So if you have a great network, your net worth is is a lot higher. So that's one. That's another thing to consider as well as meeting meeting and knowing people in your in your uh, neighborhood neighborhood or community. Another thing to do, especially in the springtime, it's. This is going to be so retro. It's going to be so old school. Um, please check with your municipalities if there needs to be permits because there's a story with this. Is even for kids, if kids want to, if kids are bored and they want to try to make money or, or uh, they have this uh, this ambition to do something uh, and want to be productive and think they're serving their community and whatnot, is the old time food stand. Whether it's selling cookies, small sandwiches, or even lemonade or some sort of drink on a hot day, especially in a high high traffic area, um, if you're if you live in a high traffic area with with your neighbors walking by and whatnot, uh, that, that's a good way to to do it because when people are running, they don't really think about hydrating. It's like, oh, okay, well, okay, I can do this. And uh, when seeing a, a young child se- trying to sell something. Some people try to be, they want to be supportive of it. Uh, most people do anyway, uh, but that's up to you. The reason I say check with your municipalities about that is because last year, I'm not going to say names. I'm not going to say the location that this happened. A kid opened up a lemonade stand and sold donuts, donuts and cookies on a main street that was not in front of their house. And the, the, the borough uh, or township government wanted them wanted people were complaining about it because the kid was making money and he wasn't following uh, a whole bunch of different laws and everything else. He, he's a kid. He's like eight years old, he, but he's trying to do something and learn about this. So they're trying to, and they wanted him shut down. They did a news story about him. Uh, and it was just ridiculous. You know, Growing up, when I was growing up, and I know quite a few of my listeners out there that were growing up, this was the thing to do. A nickel, not not so much a nickel, but a quarter or a dollar back then, you know, that was a lot of money. Now, 
the kid was charging five bucks for a lemonade. That is inflation. And then I found out the lemonade was country time that he mixed in with a whole bunch of water and added ice. That's another story altogether. Uh, but if your kids want to try doing that, uh, we really didn't do lemonade when I was growing up. We had Kool-Aid, which was a very a sugar a kid's sugar paradise when it was made right because all you would see at the bottom of the glass was sugar. <laughs> and you knew you tried to get that last last couple of drinks out of it because you would get all the sugar out of it. Uh, just a tidbit from my from my past and some things that were happening. You know, that that's another thing to do is uh, whether whether what kind of stand you put up, um, whether it's in front of you, mostly in front of your house so your parents can watch you <laughs> or a friend's house so their friend's parents can watch you. Um, another thing to do for this time of year, uh, school is starting to let out. So people are going back to work. They're not really staying at home now or it is back to babysitting. Way back when... Uh, as a teenager, that was one of the biggest things to do while making money was being a teenager, uh, being a babysitter, uh, watching younger children, uh, children like five to six or six to 10, whatever, whatever, whatever age it was, depending on your skill level and how often you did it, depending on your age as well, is it was a good way to make money is you got to sit there, sit in the house, Watch TV, watch the child, make sure the child didn't do something stupid to the house or themselves, and you had a good time. Most of the time, you had a good time with with who you were babysitting. Um, plus, you had food because the child had to eat, so you had free food, and you didn't have to worry about where you were eating. Um, to an extent, you don't want to go overboard with eating that person's food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's another way that's really overlooked, and society kind of put that down a lot and that's that's a shame because it teaches you know the person babysitting a, a lot of key skills uh for adulthood what um you know being responsible you know time management project management uh also how to actually market your marketing as well because you know your skill set and your services you're you're doing all four of those things and those are quite needed in today's day and age. Uh, and a lot of people don't possess even those the simple and ba most basic of skills. So, you know, today by today's standards, everybody's like sitting at home or, or doing anything anyway. But, you know, teen teenagers made their money by that because they couldn't, one, they couldn't drive and two, they couldn't find a job or anywhere else that they could work. So, that had to be their way they they made their income. So I'm going to take a break from here. Uh, you know, I talk, we're talking about making money in, in the spring season. One is cleaning out your house for sure. Two is having a yard sale. Three is babysitting uh, for, um, at flea markets. Don't forget the flea markets and selling online. But when we get back, I'm going to go through some other stuff. And if you have any stories about this or any relevant content that can actually build upon this or something that I'm missing on the ones that I've already talked about, give a call in. Uh, I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Or if you're just tuning into the show, welcome to the show. Uh, you know, this I've been, like I said before, I was putting this off for a while. Spring's, spring came and gone. It's, you know, it still feels like springtime real well <laughs> in most of the country right now. But talking about ways to make money in the springtime is one of the things, you know, even last year when I created this show, was going through the creation process of this show, is one of the things, you know, that I wanted to touch on, but <laughs> time and the people and, that I had on the show kind of diverted this one till, till today, honestly, because, you know, I can't for, you know, my guests were are all phenomenal. Uh, we all learned a ton of information from them. I especially did uh, on and off the camera. And for me to actually be able to do that is phenomenal. But in the first part of the show, we talked about cleaning out your house. You know, start in one room, work to the next room, to the next room, to the next room. Put stuff in a box and make sure you just put it aside. <clears throat> but don't leave the box there. Make sure you move it towards a doorway so <laughs> it goes out the door and not just in another corner. Second thing was uh, have a yard sale uh, or go to a flea market where you sell where you sell your items uh, because somebody out there it may be looking for that item that you have and you can actually make a couple bucks and you can actually help someone else out that someone was somebody was searching for something whether it's online or in person. Plus, it also gives you the chance to uh, have people uh, find treasures that they've long lost it and have nostalgic, you know memories of things of <laughs> of things that happen or items that you may have that they take some back so that's that part you know i talked about 
another thing is actually having a food stand. Uh, growing up, it was the main thing was Kool Aid or uh, Sunny Delight or actually lemonade. Uh, you know, as some of the older folks had, um, just you know, squeezing lemons and putting tons of sugar in it or no sugar at all if you didn't have <laughs> if you didn't have it, and saying it was sweet and lemonade and you know, just watching people's faces. Uh, as they were expecting something sweet, uh, that's may have done that, may not have done that. I, I will not incriminate myself on that part. So, also, you know, babysitting, babysitting has been on, you know, a tradition of a teenager or a preteen for so many, for so many generations. You know, because they those that gener that that age frame, age 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 type um certain age certain age range of ages uh can't you know they can't drive but they want to make money and they don't want to sit in the house uh and they want to go out and do something and they want stuff but the parents are well my parents were and parents before you know get a job make your own money then you can go buy what you want you know nowadays i'm not too sure how that works out uh, more or less yeah, everything's digital so uh, we'll we'll save that topic for another day, but another thing to do is uh, in dog walking. People don't while well, people are at work, or you know they they just can't. They're in the middle of something, or you know they just they they need someone to walk their dogs. <laughs> dogs are human. Dogs are not humans. Dogs are animals. Uh, even though some people treat dogs as humans, they are not humans. But they still need, they are still part of the family and they still need exercise. They still need um, attention. They need to get out. They need to, you know, they don't want to be cooped up in a house any more than, you know, a, a kid wants to be anymore and wants to be outside, whether it's chasing a ball, you know, taking a walk, uh, using the facilities or someone else's house as a facility, uh, whichever. You know, dogs, that stuff happens. So, you know, walking dogs is a great way for when you to actually work with an animal to have, you know, to do that and also exercise as well and also to make money. All you do, you do it like maybe once or two, maybe three times a day. And it takes like 10, 15 minutes if you're lucky or up to a half hour per time. And if you can actually compound that, where you can get two or three dogs, but the dogs have to like each other. Because if you have dogs that don't like each other, they will fight and then uh, everything goes awry. So be very cautious of that part. But in the same time frame, you're walking one dog, you can walk three dogs. So you actually just tripled your income by you doing the same amount of work that you would be doing in the same time frame. And as long as they're also on the same route, because you don't want to go from uh, house A on third avenue to house b on sixth avenue or you know like across town or something you want to make sure that you get those animals and pet lovers on like a small area they can take care of them so that that's another fun thing to do uh one one way was actually i know school is over school is almost over but tutoring if you're you know, a teenager or an adult or and whatnot, and you have time and you're actually good at teaching or AT, I know teachers in general do not wish to teach on the off hours, but to supplement, to get people ready for the next year is tutoring. 
some people have to go to summer school. I still think summer school's a thing. Uh, used to be, might still be. Uh, I'll have to check on that one. But the you know tutoring to get ready for the next year, so they don't you know stay back a year. It, it's a big deal. You know they they don't want to miss their friends. They maybe have hard time learning the information, or possibly the teacher didn't instruct it in such a way that the child understood or the the teen didn't understand. Is maybe you can help. Maybe you can help them out. Uh, you know, you charge by the hour. You charge by the subject. Even the most hated subject you hate, you charge a little bit of a premium, especially if you're good at it, because you know not a lot of people like taking calculus. I took it, I took it and uh, did quite well with it and also helped a couple friends uh, or physics or chemistry. Uh, even my worst subjects were English and history, even though now I actually enjoy history. Uh, it was just a whole bunch of memorizing stuff and regurgitating facts that would not actually benefit my, well, English does because of, of writing now. So I, 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 I recant that statement, <laughs> but the history aspect of it is kind of like way back in the 1700s. Okay. I understand they did stuff, but it's, and I know what not, what not to do. So I don't repeat it, but that's, that's all history is to me. Just uh just a good learning tool for not repeating things. And, on top of that, another great way for people to actually make money is overlooking is, you know, be a lifeguard. The community pools, uh, I, you know, they they hire lifeguards at at a, at a rate mainly uh, teenagers that are you know swim or uh, college students, especially college students when they come home. You know, as long as they're certified, you have to be certified in uh, uh, first aid and lifeguard training. You have to definitely complete the training and whatnot. But it's a good way to, one, meet people. Two, you get a great suntan as long as you put sunblock on because skin, skin cancer is a thing. And I don't want people to get skin cancer out there. Uh, and it's out in the open. It's out enjoying the weather. Because depending on where you live in the country, this type of weather only lasts for so long, and then it's back to winter months, and we're all cooped up, and coop, being cooped up is n not really fun. Uh, another thing we can do is um, sell ice cream. I'm, I'm actually hungry for ice cream. That's pretty much why I, I said it. Uh, that goes back, kind of back to the the sales thing where you actually sell, you get a stand, but you need a little bit more equipment. You need a little, it has this type of stand would actually take a little bit more ingenuity to do to make sure you have a cooler with lots of ice and things to keep cold, keep the ice cream cold so it doesn't melt right away. But um, yeah, that's, that's one thing. And if you live by a golf course, golf courses pay for groundskeepers to you know, weed things and uh, use machinery to to do landscaping. And if you want to do landscaping or want to be a farmer or any of that stuff, good a good way to start is actually to work on, uh, on a golf course. Plus, they, there's also a variety of jobs where you can work in a restaurant. You can be a waiter or waitress as long as you're driving or have a way to the 
uh, way to the golf course, uh, being a caddy. Uh, a lot of people go go golfing and only have one person. They don't want to carry their bags, and a lot of um, or go find go find the ball is main, <laughs> one of the main things to go do. Uh, especially if you have to go for a swim and a drink to try to find a golf ball. Uh, but one thing you can do for that is make sure you have an extra golf ball in your pocket. That's the same number. Shh, don't tell anybody else I told you that. That has saved me a bunch of times from going into a pond to go find a golf ball. Let's say, oh, there it is. It's right there on the bottom. Pick it out. Drop it back a couple feet. It's like, okay. And then, you know, plus some people actually enjoy the company of on a golf course. It's supposed to be out relaxing. Turn your cell phones off. Golfers hate cell phones, especially when they start making beeps and noises and vibrations and all that stuff. If you ever want to get a golfer mad, just put your put your ringtone on. Dead serious, especially when they're mid-swing. I learned that one the hard way quite a few times. Uh, one thing that's actually out of out of the norm for making money would be uh, working working on a farm if there's a farm nearby as well. Uh, farmers take ages mainly ten and up, twelve and up, depending on the la- the law labor laws and where you where you live at. Uh, if you want to get in shape, great way to do it. A lot of hard work, a lot of sweating. They will put you through the ringer. You will appreciate everything that you purchase with your money. Uh, you know, there's also a lot of responsibility on a farm. There is tons and tons of things to do on a farm. You would never get bored. And by the time that the day is over and the sun sets over, it's like, where did the time go? Because you're constantly doing something. So there's, there's all these different things that can that are way overlooked out there. Uh, A lot of people are, even in the parks, if you go to a park, uh, just like a park with swing sets or uh, a place for kids to run around, even even in there, find the person that is in charge of the park. See if you can help them out. See if they're willing, if they're looking for an an assistant to actually try to help clean up the leaves or clean up the dead branches, make sure that the equipment's working, uh, you know, the that it's locked up at night, or you have to go there and open it early in the morning, you know, there that's another thing to do, to do it uh, to help one help out your community too, and you know, make money in the back on, on the back end of things, you know, trying to find these jobs that uh, are way overlooked, and you know, people just don't realize it because people have been doing these jobs for gener literally generations <laughs> um, and they're overlooked, but it's also a lot of it's easy money. If you want, just want to get off your butt and do something about it, especially if you want that one thing, or if you want to save up for something, uh, those like those new pair of sneakers for school next year, or if you're looking for, you know, next game uh, that's coming out on the game console, or if you want to save up for a game console for the winter months, all this stuff is definitely, uh, all viable options to to earn money, and you really don't need to have a certain age to do these things. Well, certain ones you do, especially lifeguarding and um, selling stuff on on not online, but in the flea market and stuff. They kind of want an adult with you, 
just because of that. One thing to do is house sit. If someone's going on vacation, you know they're going on vacation, is house sitting for them, making sure that they get their mail, making sure the um, the newspaper's taken in. If they, people still get newspapers, that's kind of a weird thing. That's kind of putting it back old, old too. You know, it's those types of things, uh, making sure uh, there's no going to house, making sure that the refrigerator is still working, that the, there's no water leaks or anywhere, um, that the TV still works for a little while, that the internet's still on, um, just to make sure that, you know, just to show that somebody's actually in the house taking care of the house. Uh, it's also a security feature, security thing for, for the house owner, but it also gives you uh, something to do that can actually help you make, that'll actually put some money in your pocket. You know, it doesn't, doesn't take much to go look at a house and sit there you know you might want to go back once or twice in case the mail did come, didn't come yet you just go back especially if you're not that far away uh odd jobs one thing uh i want to go back back away is, is the little rascals i remember watching the little rascals and everybody and uh alfalfa was trying to find trying to make money for something and they all started sort of whitewashing a fence or painting a fence, you know, little odd jobs like that where somebody needs something done, but they don't have the time to do it. Just like the mowing the grass, the, you know, the dog walking, it's more or less, it's not, it's about finding a way to actually uh, solve a problem. If you go about finding a, looking to make money on, on what you want to really do is solve a problem. Like, like an old fence that needs to be mended or, or actually needs to be painted or the fence, uh, like a, like a metal fence that needs to be repaired. And if you can repair it, you know, repair it. Uh, well, first, before you do any of that stuff, go to the house owner to make sure you have permission to do it and then talk to them about, well, I can do this, this, and this, and then negotiate something that you, you can actually earn something from it. You know, these little odd jobs out there are, you know, there are constantly constant jobs out there. Um, everybody has different needs and, but nobody really knows where to get the things, get how to find people to actually do it. Uh, one thing you can actually do to do this type of stuff is advertise, you know, flyers, word of mouth, or if you know somebody that knows somebody or your parent, ask your parents, it's like, Hey, I need to, I, I want to make some money. Do you know anybody that needs something done more than likely? your parents know somebody that needs something done uh, after you get your chores done because they will honestly make you do your chores before you go and <laughs> go out and actually help someone else. Um, that's another thing is ask your parents for what was called way back when it was an allowance where you did something in the house to earn money and not expect it to be given to you just because you're their child. That's food for thought. Let me let me say that again. Doing so, doing an activity, what whatever it was, to earn money in your house, basically, before going out to other places that you would actually earn an income, which was called an allowance, that you were expected to do this stuff at the house, like take out the garbage, uh, bring in the garbage cans, wash the dishes, put the dishes away, you know. And you were actually paid a flat rate at the end of the week for doing all your chores, just like a job.
So I'm going to leave on this part for the moment. Uh, you know, we've talked about all these weird ways to make make money, and it's all co- it seems like it's all common sense. But how much, how many, or uh, how often do we actually think about doing these things to make money, honestly, instead of actually going out there and finding a job and a bunch of other stuff that we're supposed to be doing? I am going to take another break. I'm going to come back and we're going to f- talk about a couple other things that can be done during these months to actually make more money for you. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show, or if you're tuning into the show, welcome to the show. Uh, I am your host, Magnus Carter. Uh, This is the Making More Money For You show. This show is all about taking a small trip back in time. Now, we're talking about odd jobs and things and a bunch of stuff that we've done while growing up that we completely forgot about. Uh, It was actually... you know, used to make money. <laughs> uh, we, you know, I talked about cleaning out your house, uh, having yard sales, doing, uh, going to flea markets, selling your stuff at flea markets, selling it online, selling it, you know, at, at auctions and stuff. Uh, another thing to do is if you want to do that stuff as well as donate it. If you do itemized tax deductions, you know, donating your stuff uh, to a shelter or to the Salvation Army or whatnot. Yeah, is also another valid thing to do in case you don't want to take the time to to um to set set up a shop set up a shop or take pictures or whatnot um 
for that. You know, donations is always another a valid way to do things. I talked about having your own lemonade stand, sandwich stand, <laughs> you know, cookie stand, whatever kind of food stand it was, ice cream stand, uh, you know, set up on your sidewalk. Uh, as people walked by, you tried to sell them something or a lot of the good people gave something away for free and the and uh, sold them a drink that goes with it, whether it was donuts, cookies, crackers. You know, something hot and spicy. Uh, peanut, butter, peanut butter crackers were always a favorite uh, because everybody loves, to, um, pretty much everybody loves peanut butter and on a cracker. And if it's a hot day outside, you want something to wash that down with. So back then, a dollar for a glass of milk, you know, it went pretty quick <laughs> and you made some uh, fast money. Uh, you know, house sitting, uh, babysitting. Uh, doing cleaning up in the park areas, doing small odd jobs like uh, painting fences, finding a, someone else in your community that needs help like that. One smelly job that people do, and it's it actually could be done, is if there's a dog park nearby, uh, be you know be a scooper, uh, scoop up that poop so a dog can go and do it again. You know that's. That's a it's a really smelly job, but it actually could put money in your pocket. You know, turn that that smelly thing into something green, and uh, use it for whatever you want to go buy stuff with. You know, there's there's also a whole bunch of things. If you have a for us older folks that have houses or extra rooms and uh, even a garage, if we ha if you have a garage and it's cleaned out. Garage space is golden right now, especially with a lot of people moving into certain areas and or they want storage. Uh, sto owning a storage facility is, you know, just bank. Honestly, is you put a metal building up, you charge people monthly rent. You know, you have them send a waiver that you're not responsible for anything that's in there, and I'm not responsible of knowing anything that's in there as well. Uh, you know, that stuff goes by super fast and people just store stuff in there and then they forget about it and they go back out there. It's like, oh, I was looking for that thing. Um, but yeah, people would love to run out garages either for a, a car or for just stuff, just storage in general. Uh, I know a lot of people, personal people that have classic cars that they, you know, they need to keep out of the weather because they're one, they're worth a lot of money too. You know, they're, they're very rare cars. So, you know, if you have a garage that's open and you're thinking about it and you're not sure what you want to do with it, you know, put take an ad somewhere, post it on Facebook or whatnot, guaranteed it will be gone within a week, not even a week. As long as you, as long as the monthly rent that you do and your agreement is uh, not ridiculous, It'll be gone in a couple of days, within a week, to do something like that. Uh, which brings us back to, you know, if you have an extra, all the stuff that you cleaned out and sold, one thing that you could do after you cleaned it out, cleaned your house out, you got rid of all your junk, um, stuff you don't use anymore, is turn that bedroom into a and b You know, we've, I, talk, I remember last year talking with, I think it was around this time last year, Matter of fact, of talking with Cody Smith about how he changed uh, one of his rooms out, his his bedrooms out as a BNB stay, 
and depending on where you are in the country and a town, even a small town, people need a room to stay for people that are visiting or something's going on with their house. You can make a couple a couple bucks on that for a night's stay. Um, and then, you know, that person's gone and you, of course you have to do the clean, clean, uh, clean up and tidiness of it, but you know, it, it, it's already there. Why not use it? And then it becomes, if you, if you do it smart enough, you can make that a business and then you can write off all the things that in that's in the room and, you know, part of your utilities and, you know, there's a whole gamut out there, but you, to make that happen, make sure you talk to a tax accountant, uh, a, a public accountant, uh, before making any of those decisions, make sure to find out what the laws are uh, in your respected communities and municipalities. So even becoming uh, the lifeguard, you know, summer jobs, college kids, lifeguards. Lifeguarding was like one of the best things ever. Uh, you got out, you got your suntan, you got, you got to see lots of people, especially the female persuasion, uh, you know, <laughs> especially way back when, which was, you know, it was a normal thing to do. But a lot of things aren't normal anymore, especially after what happened a couple of years ago. I'm not going to get into that aspect of things. But uh, as we find out here, these are all things that are overlooked by especially this generation of people, of teenagers, of, uh, you know, preteens or actually college students. You know, and it was, it's always been a good way to make money. Even though it's a couple of dollars here, a couple of dollars there, it adds up and there's no taxes on it. So all the money that you get off of these jobs goes in your pocket. But, you know, I want to say, I'm going to wrap up, I'm going to wrap up the, <laughs> the show's already over. I'm going to wrap this up as think about things or odd jobs that people need done around your house or around your community. See if you can, one, go, see if they need help. See if you can solve the problem by doing the work. Two, see if you can actually make some money by doing it. And three, help your community out. So, you know, all these things that we're talking about all intertwine. And it also makes you a more marketable person. And it also gets you on starting to realize the efforts that are needed to actually run a business. So in case you want to go run your own business, Instead of going to school and you want to continue doing this, that's that's a valid option. Or do this while going to school and making money while you're in school so your college debt isn't astronomical and you're not paying it off for the next 15, 20 years. That is it for me today, everybody. I am your host, Magnus Carter. Until next week, go out, enjoy the weather, this warmer weather that's coming around, and See what you can do for yourself and for your community. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.